This parasite wants a human host. Today I'm talking about the horror movie The Nest. This is Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. movie friends welcome to scott's self-indulgent movie podcast and today i'm talking about the nest which is a recent uh, horror movie kind of a low budget independent one and one that i thought had a great premise but not the best execution and i wanted to talk about why so without further ado let's get started i'm always interested in a horror movie with a premise i haven't seen before i've seen countless movies about ghosts demons zombies vampires and so much more which is why i was excited for the new horror movie the nest a movie about a young girl who is overtaken by a literal hive of sentient insects. And in theory, it should have been great. Sadly, it isn't. So now I need to talk about why. The film centers around Beth, Jack, and Meg, a small family of three who have recently moved to a deceased family member's home. But the change of scenery goes sideways in a hurry when Meg is hospitalized after an accident and develops a strange level of, of attachment to her mother, Beth an attachment that begins to consume the entire family. I spent some time trying to nail down this movie's problem, because there are little things that irked me, like some stagnant line deliveries or trope-heavy scenes, but none that's a real deal-breaker in a budget horror movie like this. There were also things I thought were really good. The creepy stuffed bear that operates as our parasitic centerpiece is perfectly off. It looks just like a normal bear, but the eyes are slightly too big and bug-like to be comforting. It's uncomfortable to look at. And I really like the idea of some kind of hive taking over a family via gaslighting and other shady means. So that's all good. What's the problem? I think this movie learned an old horror movie adage too well. Too well. The more mystery, the better. The general consensus in genre logic is that monsters, be it a slasher like Mike Myers or a ghost haunting a house, become less intimidating the more you know about them. They're never as terrifying as what you could conjure in your head, given infinite time and options. But you also need to give the audience enough details so the movie makes sense. On paper, this movie has a solid thematic core. We learn that Beth is recovering as a recovering drug addict who nearly torpedoed her family's future, which could explain why Meg developed an attachment issue before the events of the film, and why'd she go along with this sentient group of creatures that want to keep, keep her mother around. And from the mother's perspective, we could have her dealing with guilt based on past failures and a continued struggle to stay sober. But none of this takes center stage, or at least feels important. Beth being an addict feels like window dressing that her possessed husband can throw at her later to keep her in check, not a struggle her character was and is dealing with. We also learn so little about how the nest or hive mind works that it's hard to know or what to expect to be afraid of. Just a little more backstory and information would make this movie infinitely better. It's a shame because the core idea and setup are creepy and different. There's just not enough meat on the movie's bones. The verdict is that it's promising, but disappointing. Despite a great start, The Nest is weighed down by a lack of exposition and thematic weight. Three out of ten. This has been Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie World. Thank you so much for listening. Catch you next time, everybody. Stay safe.